Hello and welcome everyone. We're here today with Justin Hume, the Uranium Insider. You can get him on uraniuminsider.com. Um, and we're going to talk today about Cameco's announcement to the market. Hello, Justin. How are you? I'm doing really well, Matt. How are you? Yeah, fine. We're, we're all fine. I mean, uh, we're, in, we're in lockdown here. Um, yeah. The UK government finally pulled the trigger and... Um, you know, confusing messages like I guess everyone they they right, uh, right. Key, key workers can travel or you're let out once a day for some fitness regime or walking the dog. Um, no one necessarily you can't do you can't go to work is what they're advising, but they're not enforcing it. The police do stop you, but they don't quite know what they're doing. It's it's all very confusing. They're just trying to manage right. this peak. Um, yeah, yeah effect on our NHS service. It's confusing times, but I think they're doing the right thing, uh, for sure. Um, yeah. But this weekend, for instance, we had the beaches were full, the the lake the lake district was full, the you know, people going for big walks in, in national parks and just hanging out. There were there were more people than ever in some of the national parks. Police had to disperse crowds and it was Wow. Like, wow you know, some, I guess it's like the same world over and certainly looking at some of the American um, stories, you get some people going, this is all overhyped and it's fake news. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. you got other guys going, you are irresponsible and you're going to be responsible for the deaths of, of, of people in and around you. And like, you know, it's, it's tough when you kind of think you're making sacrifices. Like we're we're all pulled up here. We've got all the kids back. We, the you know, guys who work for me, they're all at home working from home, um, and we are isolating for sure. But you know, and then you got relations of ours, just like cracking on as usual. You know, they they're not letting this thing affect them. So, hmm. it's interesting to see the spectrum, right? <clears throat> I, th I think I'm kind of in the middle. The total lockdown thing, well, you know what? I think that there's, there's a lot of regional nuance that needs to, needs to be considered. Everywhere is different. I think in very concentrated cities, it's probably more important to not continue with business as usual, at least for the short term. And it depends on the medical system too. Like if it's a robust health, health system that's ready and good to go, they got all the medication stock, got plenty of beds. It's like maybe slamming the economy is not the way forward but yeah yeah it's tough because that's not a conversation people want to be heard having right so certainly not yeah. on a podcast where you're going hey it's about the economy stupid um let's just carry on if some people die it'll be fine you know, no one's gonna have that conversation because yeah. you're gonna be vilified i mean i think quite <clears throat> rightly vilified but um i've heard that True debate yeah yeah definitely yeah. heard that debate yeah no I've, I've already been hearing you know there's there's you know suicides amongst the event planning community you know people that have been really? planning these big events yeah oh yeah oh man there's there's some there's some festivals that were that happen every year out here and one of them in particular uh kind of screwed the pooch last year and was really counting on this year to kind of make it back and that canceled. Yeah. We're talking losses in the tens of millions of dollars and people are like, they're just, oh, man, but it, you know, it, it trickles into every facet and it's, it's, when you that's say the economy, it's such a, such a vague term, but really it, we're talking about people's lives as well. 
not just suicide, but you know, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I mean, it's never nice to hear about suicide for crying out. Like, it, like it's it, it's just money, and you know, with a bit of time, you know, time time's a great healer, and we we all move on. But yeah, all the dark yeah. moments, I'm yeah. sure, but uh, yeah. that's that's not nice to hear. Right, really let's is. let's yeah. let's stay away from that side of thing. Everyone's got an opinion and um, yeah. medical experts and yeah. we're not running government. But what we are doing yeah. is looking at the uranium space. Yeah, so people are interested in what you gotta say. That's always nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and you're rocking it, man. I think I <laughs> props to you for uh, incredible consistency and just quality, high quality yeah. content. Nice branding. Okay. Everything's everything's really good. Yeah. Do, do, do you know the secret? Do you want to know the secret? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you. Okay. I have some really smart, interesting people on the show. That's the secret. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with me. Well, I, I, I don't, yeah, you've done pretty well with that, I think. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. It's, it's, it's all a reflection on, on, on my uh, pitiful interview technique. Um, no, <laughs> no, no that's a, great. We've had a big week, right? We 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 had that Cameco announcement, and I think people are talking about trying to work it out. And some extreme views there, as usual, from from people inside the industry, and obviously a lot of you know our uranium followers and uh, investors. And you know, I'm trying to work it out myself. There's got lots of lots of thoughts running around my head. I mean, what's your take on it? I think it's a pretty big deal, actually. Um, <clears throat> I think when when the news first hit, I was kind of expecting it. And I didn't think too much of it because in general, I've been, I've been thinking that when it happens, it's the duration that matters, not necessarily that it happens. So, but I think as, as I've been processing it, I think it really, it really could be the catalyst we've been waiting for, for the sector. Um, and they announced that it would be a four week closure at which point they would um, come back to the table and see if it were uh, appropriate to reopen the mine. And I think my my own opinion is long is along with a number of other, you know, quote unquote insiders in the industry. There's no way that thing's coming back in four weeks, given the current climate. I mean, Cameco Orono, they made really really good decision to to close it. I think preemptively, you've got what I can only imagine is a very tight knit community, uh, a lot of First Nations people, Northern Saskatchewan. Um, you know, the breakout of the virus in that area and in that environment, you know, very far away from, from modern medical facilities. And uh, it's smart to take care of the people, number one. And I think that there's no way they're going to risk and bring that back any sooner than, than really makes sense. So in general, I think what I'm thinking is we're looking at multiple months here, probably. I think at the very soonest would probably be something like two months, but I think we're really looking more like three or four um, and potentially longer. And so that, you know, that has multiple implications, which aren't, uh, you know, they're not life or death for the industry, but you're talking about, you know, the largest, the largest mine in the world at this point, individual mine. Was it producing on a uh, monthly basis? One and a half yeah. million. A month. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. So yeah. you're, yeah. let's say this thing goes six months. So you're you're, yeah. you're taking out nine million pounds from the market potentially. Right. Like, yeah. We're just saying, you know, shits and giggles. Let's let's use those numbers, right? So not. Yeah. Does that make a dent in the market in six months? I mean, if you if you zoom out really far, it doesn't make a huge dent. No, 
but what it does make a dent in is we already know that Cameco is buying on the spot market mm-hmm. to fulfill contracts because MacArthur being down. So if we talk six months, nine million pounds, that's four and a half million Cameco share in addition to what they had already planned to buy. Um, so, and considering that the spot market's been so um, relatively stable for a very long time, I mean, it's been between, let's say, 23 and a half and 26 dollars a pound for close to two years with some fluctuation it's been consistently Um, awful well done it's been yeah (laughs) but but there but there's no evidence there that there's been an indiscriminate seller just dumping pounds into the market at any price that's been uh unbelievably positive sign to anyone who really pays attention to the fuel cycle Mm -hmm. and so now we know you know, we can make a pretty safe assumption that the spot market is relatively thin because we know that the buying just hasn't been there, but the price isn't dumping. So given that, we're, we should see Cameco come in, and uh, which maybe that's them today, along with some other traders kind of trying to front run the situation. Um, we're seeing some good spot movement today. Um, we've got increased volume coming from Cameco. We likely should see some 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 fuel buyers or utilities and some traders taking notice of this. And on top of this, there remains a risk for any other production in the world to come offline temporarily. I'm about to ask you, you know, you you said they have quite sensibly, responsibly chosen to protect their workers and people at Olympic Dam, Rossing Hassab, the Kazatan Prom, you know, Arano Niger. These, these, could all come offline, right? And Absolutely. if they do, collectively, we're talking, what are we, what are we talking? We talk, we're talking in a six month period, are we talking 20 million pounds? Are we talking more than that? I think it's, it's, gonna, it's if, gonna be up there, if right? If we actually see, if we see, um, I, I, I had a, a, a private chat through Twitter with um, Brandon Monroe amongst some other people and. He was just kind of throwing some numbers out there with the situation that if we saw um, cigar offline for four, four months and we mm-hmm. saw Kazadam uh, Prom off for four weeks, BHP off for four weeks, basically a number of the other larger producers off for four weeks, we'd be at 20 million mm-hmm. pounds short. Wow. So, so one month for the vast majority okay. of whatever is still producing, which isn't that much. And four months for cigar, we're at, we're at roughly 20. Oh, right. Pounds. So much. I, I, yeah. I was way off with my numbers there. Yeah. So six okay. months, but you know, that's, I, I wouldn't expect cause Adam prom to shut its doors for that long. Um, but who really knows? I do think we will hear some cuts from cause Adam prom. I don't know whether it's individual mines, whether they just close up shop for a month precautionary um, I really don't know. Uh, I've I've been hearing that BHP is um, is being very precautious with uh, Olympic Dam as far as not having workers kind of go back and forth from the mine. So um, perhaps they are able to keep it under control, but who knows? At the same time, I don't think any of these big companies want to be uh, uh, want to be held responsible for making that kind of decision and having having workers fall ill. So there's okay, so we've we've talked about companies being responsible and you know Kamiko's and Arana being responsible here and other companies may be responsible, but they've also got to have a little twinkle in their eye going, Well, actually, as you said earlier, this is this could be the perfect excuse for us to get people's attention because if if this 
production comes offline, this is the thing that's going to force the price up. This is going to yeah. enable us, okay, short-term pain for long-term gain. Um, going to be able to drive the price up and get get all of the participants at the table at a price which makes sense for for most of the players here. And you know, I appreciate Kazad and Prom, low, low cost producer, etc. But everyone mm-hmm. from Cameco really down to the sort of second and third tier producers are going to see this as a great opportunity, aren't they? I sure think so. Yeah, yeah. I think you nailed it. I think really. Really, what we'll what we're already seeing today, and what we're likely to see in the coming weeks and potentially months, is increased spot market activity, um, the spot price rising, which obviously that's the thing that the investors watch. <clears throat> so, um, considering where the broad market's been, it could be it could be really good timing for the sector as kind of a bright spot. Um, and yeah, I think if there's security supply out there, any utilities that are near term uncovered that have been sitting on their hands for a variety of yeah. justifiable reasons might be Econ- kind of economic at this point. You're like, all right, let's just, let's, yeah. let's seal it in now while we can. Absolutely. And, because I mean, yeah. that, that's, I think the great Mike Alkin said a few minutes back to us, is, you know, they are not going to get fired for utilities. are not going to get fired for overpaying. They're going to get fired for not securing supply. That's, that's the big crime, right? So right. these, right events of recent weeks have got to be making them nervous as clever as they are it's going to be making them nervous about being able to read the market because no one saw COVID-19 coming no one saw the well I I guess a lot of the institutional guys saw the reset the market before that Um, (laughs) yeah that 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 was taking taking money off the table time Um, and you know, the ongoing comedy that is the US government's nuclear fuel working group process shows no sign of abating. It's 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 still running and running. Um and we've we've had a few conversations. I think we spoke last week about some of the yeah. CEOs betting on this, and I think you you were feeling the same way. It's towards it's you know gonna be towards the end of this year before there's any clarity from anyone in government about how this process works, what pricing could be, um, and who the beneficiaries will be. So this yeah. must just be the impetus that the uranium players want to see. Yeah, for oh. sure. Um, I do think w- with regards to the working group really quick, um, you know, this whole situation I think has really uh, highlighted the need for domestic supply chains in general, uh, medical supplies, masks. Uh, pharmaceuticals amongst other things but in general so I think that as the months progress and as kind of cases peak and decline we we potentially could see a move by by the United States and a lot of other countries just sort of like here's what we're doing I think the push for infrastructure the push for stimulus the push for domestic supply chains of all kinds is probably on the heels of this thing but that also could not that also could wait until after the election as well so I'm, I'm not betting on that you know but i'm just i kind of that's the way i feel like the way the wind is blowing and um and, and we'll i, I don't know that that's an interesting thought i mean i, I don't have enough <laughs> of a view of u.s politics i mean, I, I, I follow it avidly but you know i'm, I'm not there i don't, I don't I'm not at the cold face as it were as the phrase we use here 
um, to sort of see the realities of how that works. You know, there's going to be a lot of people with their hands out. There's going to be existing players, preferred suppliers um, with relationships. And, you know, we, we sort of see this view of how the politics works out there uh, when how you buy influence. So, I, I, again, I don't know what this stimulus package is going to do. And, you know, if it does do something, I think the market saw a bit of a reaction today, which is great news. The gold players are seeing their... their stock prices up which is which is nice to see after the last couple yeah. of weeks but you know i think there will be some beneficiaries who they are i i couldn't say um so you know I, i'm I'm, look, yeah. I'm looking forward to sort of seeing the you know reaction in the markets which is which is what everyone needs to see because it's affecting right. the, the little people too um right. what it's going to do for uranium i i i still don't i don't know where that's come where that's coming from and that's why I kind of welcomed what Cameco did here. Like as, as, as a byproduct, quite frankly, of, of their announcement that, you know, they did it for all the ethical reasons, but I think the economic implications and knock-on effect could be what's going to take control of what is a fairly inert static space at the moment or has been for some time. Long time. Feels like forever. <laughs> it feels like forever. It does, it does feel like ever. I, I felt I've, I've only been looking at the uranium space for a year, but it, it feels much longer. It feels much longer. <laughs> it's been a long year, Matt. Oh my god. Well, I tell you, yeah. I had an interesting one today. I spoke with uh, Peninsula Energy, so the um, ASX uh, uranium junior with assets in Wyoming, um, yeah. and. They got a CEO. He, I think he joined. He, he's ex uh, your energy actually, um, Wayne Healy. I think uh, mm-hmm. his pronunciation. Um, so I hadn't, I hadn't really kind of paid much attention to that story, and and, and I tell you why. I I first came across him back in 2011, right? So when Gus Simpson mm-hmm. was running the thing, um, I think Wayne took over from Gus, and we we had offered them. I think 80 million. Like I, Trying to remember here, it was about eighty million bucks uh, convertible notes to do what they needed to do, and I think Gus was, you know, midair, literally midair, in an aeroplane when Fukushima happened. He was on his way to see us. By the time he landed, oh God. no deal, no money. <laughs> I was, I was got it. It was my, it was my first, first deal, I think, with with the company we were, uh, I was with at the time, and. Um, Wow. Yeah. And yeah, so that great was the story. Right? Yeah. Great story. <laughs> Think of all that commission. Think of all that commission. Go on. Um, you know, so that, that was my, the first time I came across the, these guys and I haven't really paid much attention since because, you know, they, they've been sort of plodding along. I'm not really getting anywhere. But um, it was interesting. Do you, do you know much about those guys? Do you know the, the backdrop to that? Uh, I know a little bit. I know that they... Um... I believe they still have a, a few hundred thousand pounds contract that they fill through yeah. spot purchases. Yeah. Um, and I know that they're ASX listed. Um, I don't know. I don't know the company too deeply, but I imagine mm-hmm. at this point their valuation is probably so minuscule. It's it's oh, th- th- like th- most th- companies, but. Thirty million, 30 million. Uh, Australian, right? Canadian. Okay, so Australian, yeah, Australian, which is the same as Canadian, right? The, the, the way 
is at the moment so 20 million US, I guess, or 20, just over 20 yeah. million US. So it's, 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 it's yeah. not a biggie, but you know, quite frankly, yeah. neither, is, neither is Western at the moment, neither is a lot of companies in this space yeah. at the moment, right? Um, yeah. But I just thought it was, what I, what I was interested in learning there was the, the huge 180 volte um change in strategy with the mm. low low pH. Uh, right, I, yeah, they went from high pH to low with their ISR. Right, which is interesting. Yeah. You know, you think of all those years, effectively they're saying, the guys around it before, they got it wrong. Shareholders, mm. I'm sorry about that mm. one, but we think we found a better process, which is great, it was a good outcome, but um, mm. it just shows you that, you know, you, you gotta be careful about what you're getting into and, 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 and be able to understand believe the management team is going to be able to deliver so i just i always like those big segues from you know pivots from one strategy to another and understanding for sure what drives yeah. that but uh it's, it's yeah. an interesting interesting story it's it definitely worth looking at as a kind of low capex type solution isr solution in the mm -hmm. u.s and another company mm -hmm. u.s company feels that they perhaps can put their hand up for uh, part of the nuclear fuel working group handout uh, should it ever arrive, you know? Right, you know, yeah. Them and everyone else, right? Yeah. But, uh, it was yep. interesting. Interesting yep. for sure. Nice. So what, what, else, what, else, is, what else, else is up and coming? And I, I, I saw your uh, newsletter. Um, by the way, people should look at that, the uraniuminsider.com um, website of yours and sign up. Uh, you got a few pics on there I, I, I saw. You, you, I think what I like is like you're you're not frightened of uh, buying and dumping. If it's not working out, you're you, you're quite cold and calculated with the with the investing. I like that for sure. Yeah, yeah. I I I have no no problem selling at a loss if I feel that capital's better allocated elsewhere, um, especially if if the news about the company changes. So I do my best to do uh, due diligence before buying a company. Uh, but you know, the stories always change as time passes. There's always something that comes up, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I, I feel like I've done a pretty good job of digging into what I think are the best, uh, options for investment at this point. But if, if any of those stories change and something looks more attractive, I mean, there's companies, gosh, I mean, I'll just, I'll just throw one out there right now that I have been uninterested in generally speaking, because I'm, I'm more into risk. I'm more into small cap juniors that I think can stand the test of time and, and mm -hmm. turn things around and, and run with the market. But uh, uranium participation or yellow cake, I guess you could say as, as another option for the UK, um, you know, it's just, it just tracks the price of the commodity essentially. Yeah. And you've got this massive sell off with spot price essentially staying flat. I think yesterday they hit a 30% discount to NAV. And I, I just, today was my heaviest buying day in uranium equities of the past three months. And I just, I, I went in big on uranium participation. It, that amount, I mean, you got a rising spot price environment now today. I think it's up, what, a dollar, dollar fifty just today and 25% plus discount to NAV. Big volume trading today for that one. It's an absolute no-brainer if you believe that the uranium price is going higher, money's going to come back into the sector. We got, we need... We need a massive uptick just to get the break even on now. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, you actually say yellow cakes, the kind of the European 
version there. I mean, it, I mean that they, they've got they've got their own problems, but I think as, as an investor, um, it's definitely interesting. UPC uh, and Yellow are definitely interesting options. People to look at. Um, yeah, but still, you gotta you gotta believe that the price is going to do something this year. Otherwise, you go okay. This one's for the bottom drawer. I'll, I'll put some money into it. Not, not too much, but I'll put something into it, put it in the bottom drawer, and I'll, I'll have a look in about 12 months' time and see what's happening. It, it's not going to make right. you rich quick, right? But, uh, you know, right. likewise, at the same time, the, the competition here is the gold guys in the last two weeks have been absolutely beaten, even the producers, right? Mm. Even the guys were yeah, yeah. the margin, the cash flows. Yeah. Today, you, you were picking up you know, 20, 30% uplifts in, in, in those positions if you were brave enough last week. Because we, we, yeah. we did a piece actually, funny enough, um, about contrarians, right? And I think we talked about this last week. You know, you, you kind of got to have the courage of your conviction. You know, you, you mm-hmm. can't talk the contrarian game and then just get the, the fear of God into you when the market goes. You know, you've got to right. be brave enough right. to yeah. buy into it you know, yeah. buy the shares when it really is, the really, really is blood in the street. And, you know, right. this week, people who were brave enough have seen, you know, let's say 20, 30% yeah. in a couple of days. It's been fantastic. I mean, yeah. we, we, you know, yeah. we definitely were in. Um, yeah. I think uranium's still a slightly longer term play, but it's definitely part of the portfolio. And, you know, thoroughly yeah. recommend people to, you know, consider it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go all in unless you... Um, Unless you don't don't mind a long wait. <laughs> yeah. Been, you know, no, I think I'm changing the same, right? Yeah, yeah. I think um I mean the uranium is one of those that's like six times bitten twice shy and just all of these <laughs> catalysts that have come and passed or have not come to fruition over the years, I think has has people really just gun shy at this point. But my, I really think uh, this situation is setting up nicely. And if you consider, I mean, it's a combination of, of these, the mine closures um, and what has happened over the past month and a half. It's not just the fact that some supply is coming offline. It's the supply coming offline combined with the fact that we just had a broad market pullback of 30, 35%, whatever it was. That was a big hit and uranium went down with it. And so it just, it amplifies the opportunity essentially at the moment because we have something kind of finally turning for the market with all of this fundamental backdrop that essentially hasn't changed, but mm. the equities have been bludgeoned to their own life support. And uh, so that's the opportunity. It's, it's, it's the combination of the two, really. You feeling good though? You feeling better than you were a I, week ago? <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you were like a chilled out Californian. You're a chilled out Californian dude, but, you know, and, you, and you're very calm and centered, but, you know, everyone was feeling a little bit tense last week. So are you feeling a bit better this yeah. week than last? I feel, I feel a lot better. Um, I mean, I felt generally physically well uh, overall. I, I'm not really worried about that. I actually feel like I'm in the best health of my adult life right now. Um, <laughs> primarily, partially due to this whole coronavirus situation. I've been taking aerobics classes with my wife in the living room and I, I'm like eating extremely well. I'm still, I'm still outside working and getting sun. I've been gardening. It's like, oh, it's been kind wow. of a blessing in disguise, but at the same time, you know, yeah, the last couple of weeks have been rough. And I think 
you know, fear, fear is really a thing. It, it really, and you can feel it individually and collectively. And when you have this fear to our health and we're afraid for our family members and we're afraid for our community and, and, and you have the market dropping 10% in a day, you know, three out of the five days of the previous week, it's like, God, it just kicked me when I'm down and that's happening to everyone. And it's just really, yeah, I took a, I took a pretty big emotional hit. And then I think I, I think the worst day was the day before we talked. So I was just trying to come out of that, but I feel I'm, better. I'm, I'm glad I yeah. can help. I'm glad I can help. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you can be my else, therapist. If anyone else listening to this needs to speak to me, they can contact me. They can, <laughs> we can chat if the hours away. Yeah. It's not a problem. Dr. Gould, I like the point you made on contrarianism too. I was, I was chatting. No, it wasn't a chat. I think it was just a Twitter comment to a thread about contrarianism. And, and somebody said something like their investing mentor told them that when you feel like you're going to throw up, buy. <laughs> you know? That's a great Maybe that's and advice. I had for a most lot of things. those moments. I had a few of those moments over the last few weeks. And today was just a really, a really nice combination of, equity still being so incredibly beat down and seeing some really great i mean i say great fundamental news it's it, i wish the circumstances were different that this is happening because of this virus craziness but it's going to be a positive thing for the uranium market and i look forward to the, the coming weeks and months and years really if this sets it off yeah i hope it does i hope it does well look um Keep to speak to you. We should we should we should speak more often. I'm I'm, I'm liking these chats, and um, you know you're you're helping. I enjoy it as well. Learn yeah. about this space. It it it's complex. It can be complex. It can be prohibitively uh, complex for some people. So you know let's let's keep talking, educating people, helping. If people want to send in their questions to you at uraniuminsider.com, they, I guess they should, or if they want to contact us on. Uh, well, I guess both of us on, on Twitter or YouTube or whatever. Yeah, for sure. They should, they Either way it. works right. for me. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Well, like, I better let you get on with the rest of your day. I can see you're in, you're in the car on your way yes. somewhere. You're going to do something important? Uh, maybe. Yeah. No, I'm doing <laughs> this. Is the most, this, is, this is the most important half an hour of my day, Matt. Like, oh, you're, you. you're, 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 you're a charmer. You, you must be half Irish. I, I, I like that. <laughs> well, like, um, Try half Polish. Half Polish, right. Well, I'll, I'll let you go. Thank you very much for everything, and we'll speak soon. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.